Ricardo. I would like to debate that real quick. We can just get that yeah, out of the so way. Yeah, essentially, we got some big breaking news on uh, the Swift Takes podcast. Uh, we're coming to you live. Um, I'm Alex. With me, as always, Stavino, Steve, with the, uh, the, the the disjointed background this evening. Although I kind of like it. Half grass, half ball, half boot. Um, you got Ben. Uh, Nate has, has decided to half join us. Uh, I think he's going to add some picture reels um some some ongoings from this weekend um it's going to be like a, a a reveal at the end of the hangover um that's that's kind of the vibe i feel like we're going to get from him uh but anyway ben underneath your name it says three musketeers is not a good halloween candy so let's get into it why yeah if any of my let's, neighbors are listening that's pointed that. directly at you uh first and foremost you're handing that out you're probably the worst neighbor of all time i just want to let you know that um, the chocolate to goodness ratio is off. I don't even know what's in a three musketeers. It's just weird. It's like nougat. Is, yeah, oh, nougat. is it? Yeah, it's like a chicken nugget. Can I give you some? Of, uh, can I give you some chocolate uh, substitutes and see if they rack rate uh, rate above or below uh, three musketeers? Yes, Mister Goodbar. Above every time. Okay. The name's um, good. Pay- Senor Goodbar. Pay- payday. Payday? I'll take Payday over Three Musketeers because Payday's oh, payday. up front. 100%. Yeah, okay. Payday's right. like, just hey, just look. Seeing where the crowd feels on this. We're peanut right. butter oh. and peanuts. Like, we, we're up front. Three Musketeers is like a cat. Peanut butter chocolate candy. is the best combination for candy, and I will this might divide some. This might divide some Almond Joy. Oh, I, I'm yes. good with Almond Joy. Huge Almond yeah. Joy guy. I'm, okay. I'm good right. with Almond Joy. Yeah, Three Musketeers hey. is bottom of the barrel. I even like the dark chocolate almond joy. I think that's something bad. Okay. Whoppers. There, Nate. Say that again. Well, uh, Whoppers are. Um, Whoppers. I like got some hesitation that. here. It depends <laughs> on the day. Depends on the day. Yeah, okay. It's Halloween. It's, I don't fucking know. Three <laughs> Musketeers or a Whopper, right? I'm taking the Whopper every time. Whopper over Three Musketeers. It is a ripoff of Maltesers, but unrelated. Okay. Okay. Um. Um. I'm trying to think of other. There's nothing, dude. I'd rather eat yeah, a salad than the three muskets here. Oh, uh, crunch bar. Crunch bar doesn't excite me, but I would I'll take an apple it. over a three musketeer. <laughs> I think that wraps up the debate. <laughs> no razor blade. That's probably the line. I'm not going to the um, hospital over this. Uh, congratulations, America, on another year of uh, no no razor blades in anybody's I, Snickers I bars. I think I know the answer to this one. About hundred grand. <laughs> Still, yep. Okay. Mm, yeah, I think misle- that I, misleading name though. Do I have to turn my camera on to put a background on? It's not letting me do that. I think you do. Do you want me to remove you for a hot second so you can play yeah, around? Yes, yes. I didn't know that. I didn't. I knew that Three Musketeers rated kind of on the downside, kind of like a you know mid to bottom of the table. Uh, hey, now that Nate's not here, let's talk about him. Mid, mid to bottom of the table. <laughs> it is kind of like a Nottingham down. Forest. Yeah, yeah like a, a bit of a forest, you know. Of, uh, yeah, Hallen. I didn't know they were Sheffield United. I didn't know. <laughs> I really didn't know that. Yeah. Lucky to dr- grab a point on the road or at home. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Way to make it relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's how we wrap it, it all back. It's funny. <laughs> You guys think this naturally happens? No, we practice. This is taking yeah, this is hours and hours of pre read. Yeah. Um, that yeah. being said, yeah. Steve, can That's you name did, a worse candy? Half can I name my first my worst what? A worse candy. 
Well, I was trying to keep it in the realm of chocolate. Just to I would take like yellow, yellow only star starburst over this. I don't like hard candy. I can't. I someone gave me some starburst. I said I wanted nothing to do with this starburst. Bro, you're such you're like a wet towel. In your mouth. <laughs> yeah. I Dude, see. I like, I like all starbursts. I think I like all starbursts equally. You give me any color, I'm equally excited. I think if I went trick or treating as a kid and someone gave me just like a little colorblind when it comes to Starbucks. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I just I enjoy them all equally. No, no, no. I have red friends. I have red friends. <laughs> <laughs> I like everybody. I knew that was coming because I thought it too. And I was like, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> Halloween candy brought to you by not three musketeers. I think if I was trick or treating as a kid and someone handed me like a little like pouch single serve of like newman's own ranch i'd be more impressed than a, a york peppermint <laughs> patty i like Slug york all day my breath right. smells good afterwards yeah <laughs> yes it's basically it's, a, it's, the, most, it's the tastiest breath of all i like time. yorks yeah. but i know that some people don't like mint in their candy so yeah. that's for <laughs> dang uh, i you, nothing is above or below three musketeers and when it comes to ben even uh, for you feeling like the scum corp united Scunthorpe, uh, Scunthorpe, yes, Scunthorpe United. What candy is Scunthorpe? All candies. Apparently, a three musketeer. <laughs> yeah. Where are the banana? Sh- all right, banana laffy taffy. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. I would still take that over the three musketeers. There, I'd, I'd, I'd I, I, I would no, dude. Three musketeers. I have a fun yeah. size, fun size banana laffy taffy, and I have a fun size three musketeers. Hey, don't talk about me that way. <laughs> 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 that was funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rice Dang. crispy treat. I'd eat that oh, over dude, a dude, every day. Rice I like those treat. Rice crispy treats things that came out where they put like chocolate drizzle on it. Oh or, like, yeah, dude, Rice crispy treats are elite. Dude, that ha- my mom never got that for me. My neighbors had Your that. Mom fucking Rice crispy treats are yeah. qualifying for the Champions League every year. <laughs> it's Ben. Rice crispy Champions League <laughs> every year. Yeah, you're I'm in gonna, the Europa League. And they're making it out of the group. They're even making it out of the group. Like they're super league. Bro, easy, easy. Happy late <laughs> Halloween. All the listeners. It's, it's November spooky. 6th. It's a spooky <laughs> special. Yeah, they're like, why are these why are these four dudes talking about candy right now? <laughs> uh, I'm desperately um, trying to think of you know, okay, this is not Halloween candy related. But you know, like when Easter comes around and they have that candy, that Palmer, that Palmer candy, that's just that D-Gen chocolate that nobody likes. It's very, it's very rich. Peeps. Peeps. I hate Peeps. I like Peeps. I would go three Musketeers over Peeps. So in this situation, the Peeps are the Sheffield United and three Musketeers are Luton Town. Okay. (laughs) There's, yeah. Black licorice. Yeah. I'm not a big Twizzlers guy. Either. I love Twizzlers. I was Pulling basically abused as Twizzlers Twizzlers. a child. You were I abused by Twizzlers? Twizzlers? Yeah. You guys ever play slaps with those things? Nah. Alex knows to... exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Black... yeah. I was going to have to talk to, talk you... to Jim. Are we just yeah. talking about you're a going... banana laffy taffy here? You're going, <laughs> you're going trick-or-treating, and you go up to a house, and it's at the end of the night, and they only have two types of candy, and you have to take one. It's either black licorice or peeps. What are you taking? Peeps. I think I'd probably You're take peeps. Lying. peeps black just tastes like no sugar that they made worse. Black licorice. All right. So, all right. So, we have one peep here. 
You guys hate Easter. You guys hate Jesus. Okay. <laughs> one one peep. That's it. Three three liquors. <laughs> three ri- liquorish. Yeah, I'm um, peeps. I mean, I'm not I'm not liking my choice no matter what. Just like just I'm down three one right now. Is this gonna be the yeah. peep stamble? Yeah. No, I'm on peeps. I'm peeps. Are <laughs> oh, your peeps? Oh, so that's the three yeah. three. Uh, I'm, I'm also two two. I'm, I'm a peeper. So I'm a peeper. So we gave my child, like, we let my child eat, like, candy on Halloween. Oh, that's nice. It is the worst thing you could do. <laughs> it is the absolute worst. That child was a wild animal. Like, went straight savage. It was, like, 1130 at night, and she was still wide awake and just, like. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great for a kid, though. She had a Kit Kat. Like... One Kit Kat. And she was just, like, I'm going to go stab people. And I'm, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Kit Kats might also be probably they're probably getting in the Champions League every year. Kit Kats, Kit Kats were like a standard, and then the Kit Kat Chunky came out, and it was like, ooh, put on something. I've never even heard of that. Are we not? Uh We haven't mentioned Reese's. Yeah, that's that's just the question. Uh, UK, how come you haven't canceled Yorkies yet? Is it Yorkie or York peppermint patty? No, Yorkie. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Is that a dog? Uh, they're, they're basically what's the guy name from Spain that just got canceled? Oh. Ruby Al- Ruby Ruby Al- <laughs> Ruby, Al- Ruby. Ruby Ruby Ruby. Um is the Ruby of uh of candies. We're they literally to- market themselves as not girls. Yeah, dude, you're losing your analogies. I'm getting I'm, I'm getting further than <laughs> their advertising is not for oh, girls. It's, it's even it's, it's even Nestle. What on earth? Yeah, what the hell? It's that? not for girls. Yeah, it's really good, but it's because I'm not a girl, so like I'm allowed to eat it. But like their marketing campaign is incredibly sexist. Yeah, it's some some from Detroit marketing. Throw <laughs> <laughs> that DMC. Ah, Steve, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I mean, all you got to do is not say his name there, Nate, and you're fine. But thanks for really just driving that home. It's a Slovenia, but you just ratted me. No, it's it's okay. on the cover. You just yeah, outed nice. him. You're done. Yeah. If you, if the you interview is over you, tomorrow. The interview is over. It's now at two thirty. It's gonna move. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, did I say Steve? I meant uh, Stavros. I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant Mark. Mark. Sorry. Mark. Easily confused. Mark. <laughs> yeah. So uh, three musketeers. You're out. Sorry. <laughs> Um, you know what it takes the cake though, and I heard Easter time is those Cadbury little chocolate eggs. Yeah, yeah, I like those. Not the Cadbury egg with like the cream in the middle, but the, the hard Just like the hollow, solid chocolate ones. The hollow little. Eggs. No, those are Kinder eggs, and we don't eat anything German. Um, okay. Yeah, what are they called? Someone help me out here. The Cadbury, Cadbury eggs. eggs. I think you already said it. <laughs> yeah, I think you said it, bro. All right, Cadbury That's, that is the um that takes the cake. That is the World Cup of uh Halloween candy. You give me that one you're out of season, so you're my favorite. Well <laughs> Kinder Heath, Bar is Heath, pretty good. Heath Bar. Heath Bar, uh, I think I, we'll have it over three months here. I, I I've never honestly I've never I don't think I've ever had one. Um, Heath bars are great. It looks like something the old people really like. They are. Yeah, okay. but they're great. I'm talking about all the Three old people surrounding me right now. Yeah, what about, I'll be boomer. What about you know those things, the Bitto honeys? Oh, Dude, wait, those, those, like are like, those are like those are the. I like those you too. like those, Steve. Yeah, those bro, are like, like chewier, them. right? Those are like the yeah. chewier ones. Yeah, are those caramelly? 
Yeah, they last for like three seconds, the flavor. I'm all set on that. I don't like candy corn either. Candy corn might be nah, I'm not a big uh, I, It depends on the day for me for candy corn. <clears throat> circus like candy peanuts. Corn. Oh, no, I love circus peanuts. Bro, that the actual be... circus peanuts? I don't think no, you like, think you do. Like, like the orange planet. Just <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'd take that no. over a three musketeer. No. Uh-uh. Three <laughs> but just like barely. Oh, God. I think I'd use it as a comparison of like, I prefer that just a little bit more. Butterfingers? Uh, uh, that's top five. Uh, oh, top never mind. Damn, ben. Good wow. lord. All right, I like it. I do like Butterfinger. Yeah. <laughs> um, this <laughs> episode was brought to you by Diabetes. And uh, <laughs> still that out there. Diabetes. What about uh, Good and Plenty's? I mean, there's uh, plenty of them. Oh, 100 grand. Uh, or, uh, or Nestle Where Crunch. Is is kind of similar. Nestle Crunch is amazing. Nestle Crunch is awesome. I don't know what a Good and Plenty is. I don't. They're like the. They look like little pills. They're pink and white. You get them at the movie theater. Mm, you can get them. Uh oh. Chocolate. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get them in the bathroom. <laughs> some guy named Steve sells them to. Yeah. <laughs> Way better than that Mark guy. <laughs> Steve looks like a guy who might be peddling some good and plenty. Steve <laughs> looks like the good guy. I can see Steve under, of, uh, under a street lamp at two in the morning. He's like, hey kids. Steve, you should make like a video view as a Grand Theft Auto character. I could see it. They made a whole or... game. It's called Grand Theft Auto Three. Yeah, see, <laughs> I was Nico. Uh, I was Nico. I was just, I was, that's um, okay. what about Pop Rocks? Uh, those yeah, I like them. True I like story. I once got um, question. Oh, there's plenty of them. Oh, least, I have yeah. actually seen those. Yeah. Oh, remember those like snowflakes? Mike. They're like chocolate little drops with like. I don't know what on it. Uh, uh, yeah. I crack. Twix? Have we talked about Twix? No, oh, I don't like Twix, but I'd still take a Twix over a Three Musketeer. I don't like you caramel don't like that Twix? much. Yeah, no. I'm not a huge caramel dude either, but dude, it, it, you put anything with chocolate nine times out of ten, it's going to be good. I mean, it's just... Ben, I was rating I was rating what you were saying, and now I have to just throw it all out the window if you can't say that you like Twix. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. I like Are you reaching for the Twix thing. before or Three Musketeers? Or no? Yes. Three Musketeers to me taste like they had leftover food from somewhere and put it in a little chocolate ball. <laughs> Dude, you, bro, you, uh, Three Musketeers is going to send a, an agent after you. They can send all three of them. What are the names of Three Musketeers as in the candy? They have names. Um... <laughs> Alex, Nate, and Steve. Alex, Nate, and Steve. Yeah, people. <laughs> I'll take my you guys, 100 You guys want to get into the footy? Yeah. We spent 15 minutes on candy. <laughs> I, I, had, I had fun for all. Yeah. Like, I was just minutes. riffing. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, today, uh, Chelsea beat uh, Pochettino's. Pochettino's Chelsea. Wait. Beat, uh, <laughs> beat uh, Tottenham today. Um, Big Ange came out. Um, he was uh, almost as upset as uh, Mikel Arteta was at VAR, <laughs> um, just saying that the uh, the the level of officiating is not up to scratch, um, and uh, kind of coming after VAR. After Steve, how many goals was it that were disallowed by VAR? Five goals, three for Chelsea disallowed, and two for Tottenham disallowed today in that game. Yeah. Pretty crazy. All started out pretty well for Spurs, uh, six-minute yep. goal, um, and uh, you thought they were off to the races, and uh, now it looks like mm. Man City are going to start uh, running away with things, so that's fun. Um, about that we'll time, 
I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if, you look at, if you look at the score line of that, so this weekend, this is match day 10 for the Prem. Is that right? Uh, 11. 11. Match day 11. Cards. <laughs> yeah. Match, match day 11. And the last two teams in the Prem that had not lost a game, Arsenal and Tottenham, both got their first losses this weekend. Um, the Tottenham game, if you look at it from face value, having not watched it, you see that Tottenham lost 4-1 to Chelsea. But I think that the scoreline really doesn't tell the story of that game. Um, we, I mean, we just talked about the five goals be, being disallowed. Uh, Tottenham had two red cards that game. Um, five goals disallowed? Five goals disallowed. Three yeah. goals disallowed for Chelsea, two goals disallowed for Tottenham. Got it. In one game. Um but uh, the game was competitive, really, until like the last like like two of the two of Chelsea's goals were scored in after the 90th minute, um, and that was really when like it kind of broke down. But Tottenham stayed in it, having been two men down. I mean, I what I'm trying to say is is that Tottenham, although being too. <laughs> yeah, they lost two center backs. Um, and had some injuries too. James Madison came off, and also does Eric Dyer yeah. coming on count as an injury? Eric Dyer came on, he got a goal, <laughs> he was one of the ones that scored and got it disallowed. So that goal was an absolute missile. Um, <laughs> and and I was like, I was like, I think he might be on, he was about probably about a foot off, two feet off. Um, what I'm trying to say is, I think that Tottenham. If they continue their form, even in having this loss, this loss wasn't like as bad a loss as it. I think they still fought really yeah, hard at home. Yeah, yeah but I, the, the, two red cards is going to kill you, even though yeah. both were uh, warranted. Question. Yeah, I'm not saying that they weren't warranted. It was a yeah. lack of discipline. Uh, but, but I think the Tottenham side was still really strong, despite a four-one. Uh, scoreline. I think that Tottenham still showed out very strongly. That's what I'm trying to say. Myself personally, I really enjoyed the uh, one of the <clears> other <throat> things that. There you go. Ahead. Go ahead, Nate. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say real quickly. Uh, Ange, or one of the things that he said after the match was, um, "Doesn't matter if uh, we have like eight men on the field, seven men on the field. We're still going to have a crack. Um, they were still playing a high line. They were still pressing. They were still going after it." Um, Steve, I know, is, is having a little little cackle on the side here because he probably thinks that's what we did at Celtic. But um, you know, that's uh, I think that's music to the ears of uh, Spurs fans. It's obviously his first defeat as a Premier League manager, but I don't think that he, uh, other than the refing part, I think he was. Uh, I don't know. He took it pretty well. Um, what do you think, Nate? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> you guys ever heard of the phrase "karma's a bitch"? Um, I've not. Could you yeah. please explain um, that to me? Ben, ben is I, the I do I want to see? Do I want to see City get toppled by this Tottenham team? That's that's pretty electric. Uh, yeah, but did I a little bit enjoy watching them go down nine men and watch the ugliest hat trick of all time get scored by Nicholas Jackson? Um, you said go down with nine men. Go down two nine men. Uh. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um. Okay, I've I've lost my train of thought. There's a lot of fisting going on above me. I'm not <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think their season's over. I don't think Man City is the last of them. I think anytime you give City a point lead, that's dangerous. But I think, yeah. to your point, Steve, that's a very good Tottenham. He had to lose yeah. eventually. It's too competitive of a league. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, if the reason you lost is with nine men, that's that's is what it is, man. I mean, I do understand what you guys are saying that they played a high press and they were attacking Chelsea. I think dominated though, not just from a possession standpoint, but court. So like soccernomics, if you will, I, I reference it from time to time. Often talks about that corners are the real indicator of how much um, threat a team was. They had more corners as well as possession on top of that to kind of show just the, the chances are there, if you will. So unlucky, but long, long ways to go better now than in like January. Did you guys see on yeah. Nicholas? I think it's Nick, Nick Jackson's last goal. <clears throat> he had Mudrick, uh, like square to him. He could have just like rolled it to Mudrick. <laughs> you see, if you watch when they show the reverse angle and they show you can see their faces instead of their backs. And Mudrick just looks so disappointed that he did not. Yeah, he's like, he, hell he, he, not. there's not even a slight glow in his face and the ball goes in. He's just like, you didn't roll that to me. Like, I need a goal. <laughs> it's <just so> clearly, <laughs> he was so mad that he did not get that ball. Um, yeah. yeah, funny. It'll be interesting to see yeah. Tottenham's response after the first loss. Uh, they have uh, Wolves coming up Saturday morning. That's their their match. A real test of character, Steve. I agree with you. Because if we really think of them, at, well, if anybody is really considering them as being a title contender, champions will have to overcome you know, different obstacles and it'd be the first loss is always an obstacle. And the response is, is something that I think a lot of people will be looking on both fans and not fans will be curious as to see what that response will be like. Um, yeah, we'll see away at wolves. Yeah, I think, I think you're correct. Though. Like, there's a certain level of pressure that comes with being undefeated. Yeah. There's a oh, certain, yeah. And then it cranks up a notch, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, are you a fraud? Let's yeah. see it. You know what I mean? Um, but they, I feel like Wolves is a good matchup for them coming up just because it's like, all right, you're not playing like world beaters. If they're going to like an arsenal right after that, that'd be a different story. It's a little bit higher of a, a stake, if you will. They just got to go play their game and they'll be okay. Do we know if any suspensions were issued for the two red cards? Be it's at Molino. It's uh, okay. at Wolves. I think the Christian Romero one. I think he's all he's banned for three games. That was a hundred percent. I missed the I missed your doggies. I was uh, I was at the market. Two grabbing yellows, some, grabbing some meals. Yeah. Um, Romero. I really enjoyed that whole sequence of oh they scored. Never mind, it's offsides. Never mind, we're looking at a penalty. Yeah, that's a penalty. Oh, also, it's a red card. It was. Uh, yeah. It was, very, it was a very fast and furious, like five minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, but he, yeah, that, that's that's not getting. He shouldn't even appeal that. That that's a. It could have been bad yeah, for so, Enzo as well. His his foot was planted. <clears throat> that yeah. could have been. It could have been nasty. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, speaking of some uh, some nasty calls or nasty tackles that maybe maybe went uh, by the by the byway, uh, the Newcastle Arsenal match, uh, both sides. Mm-hmm. To be fair, um, bro, can you stop some, smiling so much? It's bad journalism. Had some had some calls that uh, I don't know could 
could have gone either way. Um, you definitely had Bruno Gamaris um, with a with a tackle that <laughs> right that should have should have been uh, probably a sending off. There was an elbow that went into the back of the head of somebody. Um, some of the other stuff though, I, I wasn't too too upset by. I mean, you know, for for so long we talk about how we want the uh, the Premier League to return back to its old ways and get back to it being a little more physical, and then somebody comes in with some rough and tumble, and uh, I don't know, everybody throws up their hands. The game's gone soft. Um, but anyway, and then um, the difference in like Kai heart Havertz. attacks and broken legs. I'm just I'm just gonna yeah. call this well, Kai Havertz was this close to uh, breaking somebody's leg. Um, so he should well, have potentially been sent off, uh, but he didn't do it, so it didn't happen. I think Arsenal fans would appreciate if he got sent off. Honestly, he could deal with three weeks out, <laughs> yeah. Kai Havertz, just a quick riff, Alex. Kai Havertz's decline <clears throat> is, is just like. <clears throat> Like a coyote running off a cliff in Roadrunner. Mm. I mean, it is literally horrible. I don't think it's a decline, right? I think he's in the wrong system for him. Uh, yeah. Mm. I don't know where it's right for him, though. I don't think the Prem. Arsenal's a hot team, dude. Well, I mean, he was on, they were a hot team last year, too, and he still played just as bad. He'll go to Atletico, he'll have a, a run at like a, a Champions League quarterfinal or something like that. But that being said, are, how fortunate are you that uh, Arsenal can't hit a barn door? Um, yeah, I mean that was part of it, but also uh, majority the, like, of it. Still Fifteen minute VAR check that went underway for the goal <laughs> that did we did get uh, allocated towards us. Um, I won't even. I I thought about like showing stills of everything that happened, but it's so like disingenuous. (laughs) I mean, first there was three parts that were being checked. First was whether or not the ball went out of bounds. It was very much like the uh, you guys remember that goal um, from Japan in the World Cup, um, where everybody thought it went out like right by the corner. Yes, and there was like the angles of like if you look at it from above, it's out, but if you look at it Mm. from this angle, it's not, and this angle, it's not. You talk about this recent World Cup, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it was yeah. very similar to that. Um, determined that it was kicked in or kept in rather. Um, even Gary Neville did a whole thing on Sky Sports showing that it was in the, today, which was just kind of a little ridiculous, but he did it. Um, the second part was whether or not there was a foul on the back of, I believe, Jorginho. Um, and by, by, uh, Um, I forget Joe Linton. Um, I mean, he went up for a header and this is the thing. If I showed you the, the still of it, his hands are two handed, definitely in the back of him, definitely pushing him down. But after he had won the ball. So I don't know. Apparently VAR decided that was not a foul as well, but I think that's the most contentious one for people. And then the third part was whether or not Anthony Gordon was offside once that headed ball went over to him. Uh, which is actually probably where I think that they may have had a better, <laughs> a better call. Um, and again, VAR decided that it was uh, check complete, all good, good process, boys. Cool. Yeah, good process, boys. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the the big part of it, uh, obviously, Arsenal fans upset by that goal. This is one of those things where if I, as a Newcastle fan, and that had been, uh, you know, Inkedia scoring a goal like that, I'd be absolutely livid as well. I get it. I understand. Um, but Mikel Arteta coming out afterwards in the press, 
I'm trying to read some of the words that he said. He called, uh, he branded the awarding of the goal as embarrassing, unacceptable, a disgrace, and sickening. Um, I did hear a description of Arteta as a very hyped up podcast guest. Um, so if he wants to join yeah. the Swift podcast, we'll uh, we'll be happy to have him on. Um, and then what happened within hours after that was Arsenal as a club put out a statement backing up Arteta. Uh, saying that the PGMLL, the people that represent the referees, are, need to urgently address the standard of officiating and focus on action, which moves us all on from retrospective analysis. Basically, get rid of VAR. Attempted explanations and apologies. Um, adding that the Premier League is the best league in the world with the best players, coaches, and supporters, and all of whom deserve better. So, uh, Mr. Arteta and Mr. Arsenal in general, uh, not very happy at all uh, with what went on. Obviously, they feel like they were robbed of three points. Um, of course, Nate, I can't let your boys off the hook. Liverpool, sure. uh, they they put out a statement when uh, Tottenham, I mean, we heard the audio, good check, check complete boys. Um, you know, when, when that all came out, um, basically calling for the same. Um, and they, in a way, all of these people have a point. I mean, how long of Steve, you know, we've talked about how the, the level of officiating in the Premier League is not at the level that you expect. I mean, Arsenal's statement kind of makes a point where like, you know, the players are the best, the coaching's the best, the staff's the best. And then like the one thing that always lets us down is the referee. Faults? Truth. <clears throat> I mean, if, if, if with VAR, it's like if you don't laugh, you cry. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it, it can be like this, shit, like like you were saying with the Anthony Gordon decision taking so long, especially on offsides, right? It was an offsides. Yeah. That should be. I know we've talked about it on here before the uh, goal, uh, the the technology that UEFA and uh, mm-hmm. well, that outside of uh, on, in mainland Europe, and then for the World Cup that they use, it's you know they. <clears throat> You guys know what I'm talking about. I, I can't, can't describe yeah. it, but like that—that that eliminates any user error. That is all. It's just yeah. like goal line technology. It is no, exactly. It huh, Ben? It doesn't. You have, you still have human interaction. No, but like, but you see, like the chips in the ball show where the player is offsides. It's like there's no there's no human error in goal line technology. But there is. No, like not refs. Just... Refs are not listening to it at times. Refs are either undermined. It... No, I'm keep going. Goal line technology. Goal line technology. Also, I'm also, I'm also talking about like that with the, the offsides tech that they used in the Champions League and in the World Cup. You know, with the it's um, understood. It's, yes, I, I get what you're no saying. No human error there. It, that is completely. That is 100 cameras. But you guys got screwed little, by it. You get a, you get some pixels on your watch that says okay they were offsides or that was a goal. But so, didn't you guys get screwed by it? No, they the screwed by user error. Yes. Um, well, actually, no. They they did pretty that that VAR crew did pretty damn good down to the delivery of said message. So that's but that's my point. There's still like this weird component to it that involves someone to not watch it, to trust it, to get it right for a communication breakdown. Um, and Alex, I'm going to put you in the spot, but if you could roll a segment for me, because I'm not going to come back to this later. Um, the I think. The, the error here, the error is not the right word. This is this is a, an egregious problem we have in the Premier League, right, Nate? 
like you guys got hit by it the hardest so far this year. Arteta is claiming to be pretty upset about it for uh <laughs> somewhat good reason, I guess. But I, I, I think ultimately they either need to move away from it quickly or they need to announce. Cause I think what's going to happen, like my gut tells me is we're stuck with whatever's going on right now with VAR until the end of this season. And then you'll see them dial it back a little bit. I feel like they've been imposing it, imposing it, imposing it. And now they're going to be like, okay, let's pull it back. But I don't know. Can we run the clip real quick or am I pushing it? Cause this was the life alert person of the week was, uh, I was falling. Yep. Thanks. And I can get up. Uh, AI VAR has fallen chat GPT of the Premier League. Um, you are an absolute disgrace. You're ruining the game. Soccer's gone soft um, or electronic, either one. But I, I, I don't think there's even the goal line technology, Nate. It was it the U.S. versus Germany, or is that England versus Germany? Who am I thinking of? England versus Germany. England versus Germany. I was for it that game, and then I'm against it pretty much ninety percent of the time. And that's You're true for goal like, line technology. Most fans, yeah. Dude, I think that is that is the one. I think that's beautiful. That's good. Do you watch baseball, Nate? Uh, sometimes. I, I mean, think okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to counter. counter. Okay, you, you give me your argument. I'm going to counter with one. I'm going to use yes. baseball as my example, though. Do you think okay. they should get rid of umpires and just use strike technology? No, but Pause. how many times? How Doesn't many... matter. Anything else you say is null and void. The next piece, <laughs> the next piece is like the human error element creates a level of drama that I'm here for. And I turn to football for that drama. Like, I don't want to deal with crap elsewhere. It's it's part of the game. And like, you want to tell me it's protecting people. That's one thing I would love to know. Like, they've stopped doing studies in like 2020 and 2021 were the last studies that came out on the data that supported VAR and what was going on, but like 90% of people were coming back and saying VR is making the Premier League less enjoyable experience. The fact that you spent 15 minutes waiting for them to review a game over the weekend is just it's crap. It's too far. Human error is a part of it. The only benefit of VAR, in my opinion, is it protects individuals that are refereeing from the scrutiny of making a silly mistake. Plain and simple. Other than that, it's it's not a game of chance. It's not a game of of people getting an art right. A well refed game in itself is probably as impressive, if not more impressive, than a well played mm-hmm. game by a player. And mm-hmm. I cannot stand refs. Like I, I hate to say it that way. So for me, it's it's more the human element of it. You do not need linesmen. You do not need referees. It's a waste of. Um, like it's it's for show like they, they really don't do a whole lot it's all being called in from upstairs to the point that refs are scared to make a call or they're relying on it so heavily they don't have to make a call so for me i, I really miss the um human error element that that factor that you cannot count on um and it would take something astronomical to be to like come out and be like we've prevented this amount of match fixings because of the introduction of var for me to understand why it's beneficial for the sport it's also worth pointing out that in this match uh Mm. was the the referee was Stuart atwell um who in what was it 2008 uh in a championship match between uh redding and watford 
um, gave a quote ghost goal to Reading uh, after the assistant referee mistakenly flagged for a goal instead of a corner kick. Um, he was then demoted from the Premier League in 2012 uh, for poor performance. Went back down to the the football league duty uh, before getting re-promoted back up. Um, so the guy has uh, some questionable past refereeing. So that human error element uh, bound to be added to to all of this. I'm with uh, I'm with Nate. I'm Steve, with Nate go for uh, it. on this one. Um, I think VAR, you just need to, ha- you just need to find your balance. Friend. I don't think, I don't think we've friend. found the balance yet. And I think that we've gone so long with the technology. I've said this before that we've gone so long with the technology, that there's no way that we can go back no on it now. Back. Absolutely not. You, you can't go back on it now. Why? Uh, goal line technology, yeah. counting goals that aren't goals and then not counting goals that are goals. We've gotten that down perfectly now where that's, like the offside stuff and the, you know, going back and rewinding the tape to see how far back that we want to call a call, like a foul that happened in the buildup and the debate of, you know, should we go back two seconds or 10 seconds or 20 seconds? Is that still, you know, that, uh, that whole process uh, needs to be sorted out a bit more. And there's other processes as well. Processes, whatever the plural of that is, needs to be (laughs) sorted out as well. But um, there are certain aspects, there are certain aspects of the, uh technology implementation uh goal line technology is definitely the standout for me where we just can't go back now i don't think you can i just don't think you can take the red pill you you'd commit all of that technology all of those efforts to make something that does work but it needs it needs tweaking to be more efficient and instead of doing the tweaking, you just scrap the whole thing entirely to have a less efficient product. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I get the I get the thrill of the of the human error part of I, I get what you're talking about. I understand that, but out of curiosity, right? This is a bit of a, a slippery slope argument, and I'm going into that knowing that. <clears throat> You can enhance players' performance with supplements, and it's and it's player player um, it's doping, right? It's changing the game artificially, in my opinion. And it, and you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing steroids. You should be uh, keeping the game somewhat whole. Um, I feel like refs should be held to the same standard. Yeah. Uh, this is- this is gonna, we're, we're going down a hole here, and I'm happy. It. It, I just, I don't, we definitely I don't go it. back on it. If we go back on this, <clears throat> we would just look stupid, we would just look dumb. And I think there are aspects of it that are good, like, like Steve said, the goal line technology that is literally perfect. It's yeah, that's right. that the definition. It's, it's, it's literally the goal. there is, it's, it's, it is such it a goes, nice thing. It's like there's no, it's, it's exactly there's no. The only way it would mess up is if, like, one of the 500 cameras in the stadium, if, like, their little USB card like, just exploded or just, like, if the camera stopped working. That's the only way. Or if the if, if the watch stopped. But, like, VAR, it's so... So where does it become not the same game? It's, like, how many rules see, have to be that's, changed? That's where, the debate, that's where the debate comes into play. And I don't know. I don't have the answer for you. 
but like I think the certain aspects of the whole technology, the whole implementation of technology, and all of this includes like VAR, the offside stuff, uh, video, like goal line technology, all of these things are in this thing. There are certain pieces of this that work. There are certain pieces that do not work. But taking this as entirely and throwing it in the bin, I don't think is the way. <laughs> I feel like we'd all agree it's gone too too far, though. I agree. I 100% agree. <laughs> I think the end products, I think them trying to put implement this, I think the end product that we're left with is something that we're not satisfied that we're not entirely satisfied with. I think they have gone too far. 100%. There's no debate. It's only used for like corrective, like punishment. It's never used for like uh you know what that actually wasn't a foul. My bad. Here's the ball back. Yeah. <laughs> that's disruptive it doesn't help a game flow i'm I'm not disagreeing with you that that i agree with you you guys know that stupid commercial you guys have seen that it's like the honesty pass it on commercial it's like that (laughs) basketball game and the kids like coach i touched it players like adam Adam wopat (laughs) i saw that on youtube today it's like Dude, dude what were you watching on YouTube? Can you imagine me as a teammate, bro? That kid, that kid got jumped after that game. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> that kid got absolutely. He got all of his lunch money taken. Bro. I'm gonna they send it. I'm gonna send because it because I want to watch it again. So I'm gonna send it. <laughs> um, I I feel like we are at a good impasse. I don't disagree that goal line technology would be great to keep if we had to keep some of it. I just. Mr. Good yeah. old days where Roy Keem's uh, breaking femurs. Um, the you guys see Bruno Fernandes basically saved Ten Hag's job in the 91st oh, minute. So barely, barely. <laughs> I think he put off the inevitable. I don't know if he saved yeah. the job. I think he put <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. I think bottom it's of just, week. It's, it's, yeah. It's, Ten Hag's barely. Leno had hands on that and everything. <laughs> and what a what a just bouncing ball, just a kerfuffle that led up to that goal. It was no like, you know, the good passing sequence was executed <laughs> that resulted in a, cr- a chance created. It was just, I forget who the United player was on the right side, but they were just, just had a really just burst of tenacity and just chasing down the ball and hustle and uh, just forced, forced some errors. And then the ball just bouncing around everywhere. And then Fernandez got a shot off. Leno got his hand to it, yeah. but not enough. And it just creeps in. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Um, Sir Jim Radcliffe is set to purchase 25% of the club, I believe, by weekend. What does that do for you? The Glazers um, are still in there. So yeah, he's got a spending plan that comes with it. So is I he think he's allowed to for 25%. I don't know how much the Glazers still in. I think he just gets to reap the benefits of investing. Someone should look up the uh shareholders from uh, whatchamacallit, the Glazers to figure out what percentage they own. You look at yeah, it. I can't you, speak you, to that. That's you are hard. you are by definition an owner of Manchester United. Though. I am as a joint owner. I believe he will. He's come out and said he would inject uh, 225 mil into the facilities and the upgrades of the facilities. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to win over the fan base, but like I think it was Gary Neville on his podcast was out in the public just bashing it and being like, "Here's the problem: if United cannot." Get their shit together because nobody's investing 300 mil into that club as a mid table team. So, like, Besides essentially, like maybe 
Middle East. Is Toto Wolf, the guy that is the the team principal of Lewis Hamilton and uh, on Mercedes for Formula One, wants to join in. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm here for it. Like I feel like that'd be uh, I'd be in good company if they did that. Uh, that being said, you guys have I, bad uh, bad bad juju with German speaking people. <laughs> um, yeah, it's too soon, I guess. I don't yeah. think that fits, but we'll say it anyway. I think bring in sporting director, not even coach. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of Munich oh, air disaster, but unrelated. That's oh, wow. uh, <laughs> oh, just, just thinking of Ragnick. <laughs> yeah, work. it's the same thing. They're both disasters. Um, the too far. So, <laughs> so I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, like, if he comes in and puts that money down, yep. Uh, please don't sue. And uh, they, I, I just essentially the whole point was uh, Fernandes basically saved that 300 mil investment because they didn't believe that that investment would still come in if he was, um, if if United were probably going to be sitting in 12th place at that point. Like oh, that goal, 100 going to be sponsored by Enios in the next year, um, or Drake, or. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's no connection there. There's no yeah. actual facts to that, Steve. I mean, Mark, um, just don't let up. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> might, might be a new marketing ploy coming up. Mark, um, Steve, Steve, boy. real quick, uh, Grace Scott. Oh, going Grace Scott. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Celtic won this weekend, guys. Celtic won nice. against a feisty away to a feisty, uh, Ross County. Um, difficult to break down, just kind of park the bus and really uh, are a bit aggressive um, in every aspect of the game. Uh, a couple of players were sitting out. Kyogo, notably, sitting out on the bench. Um, who else was sitting out? Um, did anybody happen to see any highlights? Of the game? I saw a highlight of the, the real premiership, and it was Rangers beating Dundee 5-0. That was the League Cup. Wait, no, oh, no, 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 sorry. Wait. I was like, I thought you meant to, you know, you meant heart, me, bro. Hearts, hearts Rangers on Saturday or Sunday. So I thought you meant which Hearts unfortunately lost. Hey, uh, so Steve. I think, Steve, yeah, why did so many games get postponed? Because of the League Cup. Because of the League Cup. Okay. Yeah. So Rangers and Hearts, uh, Rangers and Hearts had fixture, had a fixture on Sunday. Rangers, I think, beat them two or three one, I think. <clears throat> and that was a semifinal or, Sorry, was that four a semifinal or was that? It was either a quarterfinal or a semifinal. Was that fixture, um, with Rangers going through to the next round? Uh, the other one uh, was the other side. I think that was it because I think there was a total of four fixtures and only two kicked off that day. Yeah, my guy uh, uh, with two first names, Ryan Jack, opened up the scoring for the better team from Glasgow in the fifth minute. I don't know if you guys saw that. I keep thinking you think you keep uh, keep thinking when I hear that name, I think of Kent, and I was like, he's gone. But no, Ryan Jack, yeah, two first yeah, names. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Rangers won three nil. Uh, pretty convinced. I mean, quite convincingly, but it took a I, long time like to do it. Now. Long time to break them down. And uh, and speaking of five, actually, no, sorry, the gap was five, it's uh, eight now. So, (laughs) (laughs) so jog on, (laughs) yeah, so jog on. (laughs) 
Well, to, and to be <clears> fair, Celtic Celtic has played 12 games now, so on 32 points they sit. Uh, Rangers, having played 11, are at 24. St. Mirren, 18. Kilmarnock, 16. Hearts at 14. Dundee at 14. That wraps up the top half of the table. Uh, next fixture for uh, was actually Atletico tomorrow. We host, or That's no, right. we don't host. We're at what is it, the Vincente Calderon, or I forget what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much a must win. We'll see. Yeah, it's it really it it really is. It's good to go into the week. It's uh, going to go it's, into that fixture with the, the win. Uh, Civitas Metropolitan Stadium, Steve. Get it right. That's now, right. Was the Vincente Jeez. Calderon? Was that the old stadium that they had? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it just got rebranded. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, we'll see. It's a three-nil win. Good to get have some and some uh, you know a clean sheet. Some good goals come in. Um, Luis Palma kind of starting to hit a vein of form here. Did you guys see the goal that he scored? No, it was unreal. It was probably from like twenty-five yards out, uh, right foot, uh, not driven, but like bends, like bends towards a keeper and then just starts to go away from him a bit more, uh, right over top of him. Um, good goal, really good goal. Um, we'll see. It is a good goal. Wow. I'm nervous. I'm nervous because it's away against a, a, a strong team. I think anything's possible. I really do. Um, but we'll, but we'll see. I don't know. Because if we lose, yeah. I mean, the table, the table on that. The before we go into that fixture, Feyenoord's on at first place with six points. Atletico's five points, Lazio's four, Celtic on one. So even if we do score, or I'm sorry, even if we do win, we really have to hope that Lazio gets beaten. And if we can, I don't know if we can make up that goal difference of Lazio's at negative one, Celtic's at negative three, but we can get into third place and then we can think about, I don't know, Europa is still a possibility. Obviously, I'm not aiming for that. I'd like to get out of the group, but. At least you have mind a little Liverpool celebration. Yeah, Liverpool uh, honestly, if it, if 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 the action has Celtic in Europe, I will take it. I will I will take it. Champions League, Conference League, anything in between, mm, I will not Conference League. No, not. I'll still take it. I will still take it. I will still take it because if it's a European trophy to win, that adds. That adds. Yeah, to funds, phase. it adds to a player's appeal to want to come to come in. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Newcastle's big match uh, at the Signal Iduna Park against Dortmund tomorrow. Oh, yeah, uh, Tuesday for listeners. Um, it's uh, pretty big. I was just looking at the uh, the odds evenly split. 36% win probability for Dortmund, 37% for Newcastle, 27% for a draw. Both yeah, on I four points. At... Are you looking at FOTMOB? Uh, no, Google. But I don't know mm. where they pull from. FOTMOB had, FOTMOB had Celtic win at 15%. I want FOTMOB to sponsor us. I feel like that that is uh, actually... We're not in bed with them. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Um, then there's, there's something uh, we were talking about before the match, just to go circle totally round and back, not to Candy, but to Mikel Arteta. Um, Paul Scholes was re reacting to Mikel Arteta's rant 
um, saying, I always associate Arsenal with having class, class football club, class people running the place. This has left a sour taste, a bad taste in your mouth. Um, I just want to <laughs> let you know that the first like five uh, comments back are, quote, a bad taste in your mouth. So using his own words and a picture of him sucking toes. Um, All schools? Anyway. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, random bit. Um, of and then before we do oh, track man. takes, there. Go for it. Go ahead, no, go, ahead. go for it. Oh, I was gonna say, uh, love a bit of trivia. Can anybody name that boot right there? Out of curiosity, uh, sake? Copa. Uh, mm. I will move it closer, but I want to see if you can get it from there. Hold on, Copa Mundial. I was about to say Mundial. That's what I was gonna say. It's not. Damn it! It's not a Copa. Look at the stud. Should I move it closer? I don't think you need to, but I'll take the look. Oh, okay. Oh, the Addy Pure. It's nice. It's a, that, that's a that's a sick boot. Addy Pure, nice. Okay, cool. Do you know what Addy Pure it is? There was. Doesn't look very pure. Looks broken in. There was there was uh there was four there was four and then Shut they went up. to the eleven pros. Anybody Googling it? <laughs> no. Uh, no idea. It's the no. Adipure 2. Adipure 2. Is that K-Leather? This is K-Leather, yeah. And this one, I think, what is your, What are you guys' thoughts on a burrito on a burrito tongue? I feel like, Alex, you're a fan of that and because of the those Nikes you used to rock. But that I am not. Said, I'm not. I am not either. I yeah. feel like that pulls your ankle outward. It's just weird. It's just like this is so thick, so thick, so thick, and then it just like you have to. Just like, touch, if touch you this. tie that tight, it's pulling outwardly already on your ankle. Yeah, it's just strange. And you know what? This is the preferred method. If you uh, so, Messi his customized boots that he gets from Adidas for his uh, the X line, the X which has a knit collar. So there's no <clears throat> traditional throat construction. There's no independent tongue at all. No burrito, whatever. Um, Messi prefers all of his boots to be made with this burrito style tongue. That's how he that's how the hey. champ does it. Uh he's not Ronaldo, but that's okay. I was talking about R R9, by the way, not R7. Right, right, of course. Anyway, <laughs> that's uh Out of Pure Out of Pure <clears throat> Two came out in two thousand and nine. <laughs> Actually, I can tell you the production date for this one. Yeah, two thousand nine, July. <laughs> summer summer shoe <laughs> yeah summer shoe nice um i guess we could call this where are they now uh because jack wilshire uh is yes. <laughs> in charge of the arsenal under 18s um his squad had to have their match postponed uh because the bus driver went to the wrong city uh they are <laughs> in the south section of the u18 premier league um, they were scheduled for an away trip to Brighton, uh, and instead, the team coach traveled to Bournemouth. <laughs> oh, B and B, come on! That's that now, how did anyone notice that? Like, <laughs> how far down the highway before someone's like, "Yo, we didn't tell the driver <laughs> going the wrong way." You know what I'm saying? What's this geezer on about? Good old uh, Jack Andrew one. Gary Wiltshire. For those Can of you that you? don't know, it's about two hours away. Yeah. Can I show you one more past. boot? You can't show us Go one more it. foot. Go this one, it. Ben and Alex might recognize. Ugh. 
That's beautiful. Bro, I like nobody that. rocks on bros. These are old. Wow. These are like they John are Terry, old. like 2000, 2006. Yes. Those like are like 2005. Yeah. You know, so do you guys know like with like Adidas? They ever seen like on Adidas shoes, they have like the continental rubber on the bottom. They say like yeah. continental. Uh-huh. Anyway, they do. These here, I swear, Michelin. Michelin Whoa. man rubber. That is awesome. Wow. That is so Michelin sick. man performance certified. He's there waving at you. A little marshmallow man. <laughs> <laughs> it's still, the rubber is still sticky. I think that these are kind of cool. But yeah, these are like 2006. I remember John Terry wearing a pair of these, but in, uh, in like Michael Owen wearing the white and yeah, red. Michael ones Owen. The, yeah. I love the tongue on that. Nice tongue. Yeah. Were those like some of the last Umbro boots? Those might be the no, last they, Umbro boots. They, they still make Umbro of boots. Recognition, they, but they're owned by Nike. Oh, Nike. perhaps the recognition. I mean, uh, to be honest, Umbro haven't been. They've kind of fallen off. Umbro used to be owned by Nike, and then when Nike sold yeah. them, a lot of their funding kind of went out the door. Well, no, and, Umbro were going into uh, administration, and Nike got them out of it by buying them, taking all their teams, and then sold them back to them. Yeah, yeah, and they don't. But, <laughs> What I'm saying is Nike are no longer in involved. Affiliated. But like Umbro used to have, I mean, Alan Shearer, Deco, uh, Michael Owen, John Terry. Now they had like Mike and Pepe. Now they had like Michael Antonio, Michael Antonio, but he's been dropped. And I don't think they have any like flag star, like flagship athletes now. Um, And the quality of boots is like, Piss poor. It's Umbro. gotten poorer, but they still command the same price points of like Nike and Adidas of like 275, 300. And it's like they're really um the three musketeers of the, of the football booth. <laughs> well, I'm just telling that out that's called a throwback or callback. Um not this suddenly change subjects, but Mike Ashley that's buying Redding. I don't know if you guys saw that. Wow. No. The plague Man. continues. <laughs> he is not giving up. They'll be mid mid table for as long as possible. Um, Steve Bruce is hoping for for a job. I was gonna say Steve um, Bruce is his first call, a hundred percent, hundred p. Speaking of John Terry, hundred p. John Terry came in under a Steve Bruce team at uh, where was it Villa? Was it Villa? <clears throat> and uh, that's what uh, ended the career of uh, Big Meeks. Who's that? Who's Big Meeks? Who? From uh, CBS Golasso. <laughs> Micah Richards. My Micah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he's off because why? Oh, I'm so sorry. Mike, never mind. I'm sorry. I this is, you know, 2006. Micah Richards basically yeah. said yeah. that once, once John Terry came in, he was like, that's it for the end of my professional career. So... Uh, hates, yeah. Whoa. hates John Terry. Um, real quick, who had the trash take of uh, Crystal Palace and whomever they played this week in Burnley? Just want to tell you guys uh, that was a financial problem for me. I don't think <laughs> we had. We went three for four, and one of you, one of you who uh, you I don't own it. I won't be mad if you say it. Like I won't be mad, but if I have to look it up, I'll be mad. I, want, I, I, I have something to say. Steve screws it up every single time. <laughs> I usually do, but it's usually with Luton. And because that one's not Luton, it makes me think that it wasn't me. 
I do have. I think I it was am, me. I am. I'll be honest with you. This week, that's for sure. I don't really pay attention to the to the how the performance of the parlays. Is it usually oh, me that screws it up? Yeah, statistically, uh, Mark. Uh, yes. Mark. <laughs> um, <laughs> statistically, absolutely. Uh, that being said, whatever D bag did it this weekend, <laughs> I chose to walk away from my phone. <laughs> Alex, I do think um, it was you. Ben, real quick, did you did you see in the uh, championship changing topics so I can get away from this uh, bad take that I made? Um, Ipswich Town, second place in the championship. Lads, good for you. Right behind, behind Great Mr. crest. Sons. I think one of the one of the best crests in footy. Ipswich. Yeah. Whoa. Who is this? Ipswich Town. Ipswich has the has one of the best badges. You think, Nate? I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm just bantering, mate. It's just, it's just a bit if you were to tell <laughs> me that like a random team just all of us like it's cool though. It's I I think it's cool and um I like horses. So. All right, fair play. <laughs> fair. Fairs, mate. Fairs. Fair. You know who gets? I think the, some of the gets gets extra points for creativity is Forest. They have a very interesting badge. That's yeah, very... it's, it's... yeah, Nate, I'm calling you My Little Pony moving forward. I'm just throwing that out there. Well, uh, don't ever, don't, don't, don't ever, call me that ever. We going, bro? I'm board... a brony. in that race now. Dude. <laughs> you need more horsepower after that race. A, a lot name. of uh, a lot of badges have gone over, like have had faceless and stuff like that. I don't. I I'm actually. I want to look up the Nottingham. Like what, what? City, City, Burnley, Villa. You, you can even put Liverpool in the rebranded um, thing. And like Juventus's new one sucks. Um, well, not really. <laughs> it's new. okay. Um, like, um, like even City's old badge was so intricate. Wow. Forests have been the same really since 1974, but look, so they had one previous, they had two previous to that one in 1958 from 1958 to 73. And then they had one in 1946. So I'm assuming they must've been founded in 1946. I don't know if you can see that green goblin looking man in in the circle, but that was the badge. I still think. Do you you mean Robin Hood? (laughs) The Nottingham Wood Goblins. (laughs) <laughs> Do you mean yes. Robin Hood? No, no, I meant what Nate said. <laughs> I, the, Nottingham, <clears throat> the Nottingham Wood Goblins. I'll say this right now: Peterborough United's crest is still the best in the in the game. Let me take a look. I, I like Portsmouth right too. Peterborough United's not been rebranded. 1934. Images doing it, large. Um, doesn't doesn't do anything for me, but. Yeah, suck a bin. <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle United has been good every single time, even when they up. To be fair, I liked I liked City's old one, like the one before they did went with the circle. Before they sold out. Hmm. Yeah, before they sold out. I kind of liked City's old one, to be honest. Um, yeah. Um, QPRs is pretty cool. I told you a lot QPRs of these teams are cool. going uh, there. They like to go with the circle because it's TV and brand friendly. Yeah, they go with circles and they and they try to and they'll try and go with like two, at the most three colors oh. because it's just when you're printing that on 
shirts and stuff like yep. that. It's just less costs because it, you have to put all those colors and details. So that's what I think when they when they do something like Newcastle's, I'm like, that looks like a nightmare. There's so much detail in that, and there's yeah, like yeah. black, black, yeah, white, red, <laughs> blue, gray. There's a lot of different colors going on in this Newcastle. There's there's yellow in there. That's why we have like yeah, dude. yellow. <laughs> Like, and like yeah, Bologna, no. like Bologna and AC Milan have like identical badges, but I think AC Milan's is fire. Like AC Milan's is, badge. yeah, and it's Newton's already kind is... of like it's already kind of like a modernized. It's not very intricate, but it still looks so nice. Luton's uh, is also very yeah. busy. Blackburn Rovers have a good badge. They do have the very yeah, like Blackburn, Rose. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's a really good one. They they usually have good kits as well. They have the nice uh, split blue and white home kit um, <laughs> my, my dad had for, uh, uh dortmund Black swim Black. trunks as like when i was a kid he knew nothing about that's <laughs> awesome I bet, I bet they we'd be like out swimming and hit this dude just show up just in borussia <laughs> dortmund swim trunks i just never forget being like they always have some weird zany like old wild jerseys <laughs> like they all look like construction <laughs> but like construction uniforms i mean it's so when weird. i think of like Football attire. I don't think I'd ever own swim trunks. <laughs> like, yeah, like out of all this football attire, swim trunks is not it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might need to change that. Bringing it back. I want to get some. Yeah, see control. me. I'll be in like Sevilla, uh, yeah. speedo. Next time you see me. Uh, for uh, for a non traditional kind of badge, I always liked Birmingham cities. Kind of oh, like looking the, at uh, like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's a good one, too. Yeah, you guys could look up uh, Kane C A E N from 2016, the French Normandy squad. Con. 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 I think my favorite French team is uh, is Dunkirk Rest. in uh, the second league. It's spelled <laughs> yeah. Dunkirk, had an English yeah, bomb, we're team Brest over here. Team. Just stop talking, like, yeah, Tom Brest. <laughs> I still think that is our our proudest moment was discovering the French equinox. <laughs> yeah, that um, it's it's a beautiful game. <laughs> <laughs> really, really nice. <laughs> so as we enter uh, match day twelve, and uh, Mark screws up another trash take week, um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just gonna kick us off and say Luton Town to beat Man United. Okay. All right, I'm going to write these down. So Wait, what did you just say? Luton Town to beat Man United. I'm hedging my emotions. Are you talking about me screwing it up? Yeah, so we're starting with Wolves and Tottenham, uh, as previously discussed uh, early Saturday morning. Can we talk about the time change? It sucks. Um, and then going through, I guess, just Sunday. Sunday, Chelsea, Man City. Big game. I've got Palace over Everton. And I'm going to go with that's going to be a pretty convincing win for Palace as well. <laughs> How much of that is fueled by emotion, Nate? Like I'm just um, telling you, no, like, it's all fueled by the calculator I have in my brain. Steve, <laughs> 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 Mark, I mean Mark, Mac, <laughs> Mackie, Mac. I just really, I just no, actually, Yo, it's all fueled like, by the calculator. That's in you, my like, brain, French or something. Mac, Mac. Yeah, I, I I had it spelled Mac. okay first, and I was like, "No, nah, dude, let's make it spicy. Put a C on there. Spicy. <laughs> yeah, Mac. What's your name, Mac? 
Mouth. <laughs> you French? No. Sorry, did you say Mark? I just say it that way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm Mouth. Je m'appelle Mouth. All right. You're probably wondering what my trash take is, and so am I. Um, it's. Wondering. Steve's gonna he, Steve's gonna hit it. I feel it. He's, he's is is Forest over West Ham a trash take? Yes. Then I think we've also done. come to the agreement that trash takes can actually if we're gonna, if we're gonna put these things in a parlay, mm. I think we can actually say <clears throat> games that we think will hit. So I don't know if we want to change to that kind of uh, guessing game. Um, we don't. I generally think the on air, Nate. Nate, we're what? guys. We don't change. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yorkie of the podcast. Yorkie. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, Yorkie. Yeah. <laughs> Trash takes. Not from Matt. Has anybody? <laughs> this is completely random. But has anybody ever seen Red Green Show? The what? <laughs> uh, never mind then. If no one's seen it, then I'm not going to quote. I didn't further. hear you. Has anybody ever seen the Red Green Show? No. no. I still okay. have not seen that. Okay. Unrelated. That's it. Then that's it then. Thank you for uh my trash take is Fulham going to Villa Park beating Aston Villa. What was your Steve Forrest to win? Forrest over West Ham, yeah. I don't feel super strongly about that, but that could happen. All right. That sounds good to me. Let's run that back. Who did you who'd you take, Alex? Uh Fulham over Villa. Ooh. Damn, Villa's Villa's gonna be in the Bro, what if Chelsea uh, good beat good City? He's gonna be in the hot seat if they because they, they got drummed last weekend, right? Spicy. Got blanked. I'm missing Mouth. one. <laughs> Milk. What formation would you play you take, today? Who took Forest over West Ham? I took Forest over West Ham, but I'm eyeing up Chelsea over City because they're hosting City and they're off of a win. That. Good God! I'm just throw us out of here, guys. So a tenor on our trash takes. According to a uh, unsanctioned app, uh, so just recap: that's uh, Palace, Luton, Fulham, and Forest winning. Or Luton win you five thousand seven hundred dollars. Wait, Luton who stinks? Steve, who was, was yours? Or Merck? Uh, I I was saying Forest over West Ham, but I'm really eyeing up Chelsea over City. Nah. <laughs> Power through, guys. Don't give yeah. Steve. Don't change. Don't ever change, man. Watch him no. be right. No. <laughs> Perfect. Steve, man. who are you? Or Nate, rather? Who are Mel. you? Who's Steve? I do not know this Steve. <laughs> I do not know this Steve. I, I am Mel. Steve. Why do you have an accent? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's like Pink Panther. I don't know. He's adding like a little. <laughs> I'm Bogal. Mac, would yeah. you like to eat a Bogal? <laughs> <laughs> I picked uh, Palace over uh, Everton, and I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Con- I don't know if you can add props in there, Ben. I, I need you to take team too late. <sighs> ben, who's was your Luton over Man United? Ten Hag's uh, dude. If that happens, Ten Hag is done. Ten Hag's. I don't know, man. He's gonna lose at Europe. Coaches don't. Bro, he gets the guillotine if you guys lose to Luton. He definitely oh, will be speaking my language now. Deep water. Yes. <laughs> Let's meet King. Jesus. 
right, the show guys, feels like a chicken with his head cut off. Talking to you guys. What a uh, silly beginning we, and end to this. We went podcast. from the three musketeers to being joined by Matt, Matt? who's not supposed to be somewhere at one o'clock. Mark's one of the three musketeers. And uh, <laughs> Nate, who refused. We might be catfish right now. For all we know, Nate's been murdered and someone's using a voice box. Uh, yeah, that's um, a, it's a soundboard. It's a, it's it's a soundboard. AI. Not just AI. They just replicated his voice using Yeah, We should podcast. do our next episode with an AI bot and just get them to talk <laughs> trash. The AI bot should be the biggest Luton fan. <laughs> Unless they win and then we got to shift gears a little bit. I don't want to deal with that. Just throwing that out there. Right, Been a pleasure. Yeah, still yeah. not thankful whenever that rolls. Just let you guys know. I'm somewhat appreciative of you listening. I'm surprised how far Three Musketeers is down on everyone's lists. I'm not mad. You I'm should be. Ricardo. Oh.